He's been absent the last two Wait, weeks. Wait, can we talk oh. about OJ? Just oh, oh <laughs> back on Twitter. Oh yeah, we gotta talk about OJ. I think yeah, that's what I thought. Oh, I love it. I love OJ on Twitter. <laughs> I need to cut this episode to where this is the opener, <laughs> the the OJ stuff, because I don't want to get this stuff lost in half or fucking fifty minutes in. All right, are we just gonna go through his tweets or we want to talk about OJ Twitter? Okay, just no, just Twitter OJ in general. Twitter. Okay, I love OJ on Twitter. I don't care. I know he killed two people, but. <laughs> <laughs> But, regardless if he did that, he's probably one of the most interesting human beings. Like, he would live one of the most interesting lives ever. Oh, absolutely. He's probably the most famous person to ever live. You're a dire hero. You live long enough to see yourself become a And And his tweets are (laughs) hilarious. For some dumb reason. People people get... He got 700,000 followers in, like, two days. Because because he's... O.J. Simpson. Yeah, he's O.J. Simpson. He's the Jews. And... But I followed him. I, I gave him the follow. You had yeah. to. Because you, you're going to tell me you're going to go on Twitter and knowing that OJ Simpson's on Twitter, you're not even going to even give a glance at what he has to say. Everybody's like, oh, you're validating. Yeah, so what? Everybody validated him during the fucking trial. Mm-hmm. He literally wrote a book saying, if I did it. Yeah. But <laughs> like, this guy is a fucking crazy person. Oh, no. He, no, he did it. He like, did it. Yeah, and then every, bragged. And everybody knows it. And then bragged. Well, if I did it, here's... And then on Twitter, he gets on the fucking... That, I think it was the second beer. He's like, a lot of people are saying a lot of stupid things and not being held accountable. That's going to change. No, wait, no. He says, it's, I, I think it's time for me to get even. Yeah, <laughs> no, but... Oh, like, so every... Because most... The word denies being the father of those... The yeah, he... He, he, <laughs> so, he has these weird, like, minute-long videos. He's, like, talking into the camera. It's, like, so weird. It but so weird. Regardless, I think, I think he seems like a nice guy. I feel like OJ's a nice guy, just he has a quick temper. Yeah. Don't but we? he's, he's, and I love how all of his, like most of his tweets are videos. Like, Hello, Twitter world. I'm, I'm OJ Simpson. I don't, oh. He just thinks Twitter's like a commercial. Like it's probably like a yeah. commercial. He, that's how he makes his videos. And like, he's always banning like everybody that says anything bad about him. I think PFT commenter comments. Yeah, PFT comments. Because everyone, like that first day of when oh. he was on there. He, you literally look through the first, uh, and everyone's just like retweeting it. Like like the one that made me almost pissed. I was like, wow, it's nice that you're taking a stab at Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) Someone made the same account with the same at, which I don't know. He said, he says, if it's not from the real OJ32, it didn't happen. But there's another, yeah, a real OJ32. I don't know if Twitter is like it, where like I know emails. Even if you like capitalize a letter, it's still the same email. Twitter, you must be able to, like, capitalize a different letter. Because someone has OJ, like, the same Very number, too. same everything. And he just tweets out, like, yes, I did murder my wife. And just, like, a yeah. bunch of shit. Like, the O and OJ stands where I killed my wife. But, but once, <laughs> I, like, once I saw that, once I saw him on Twitter, I'm like, I have to follow him. He's like, no, he is a must-follow. There's He's a must-watch. Oh, you're going to drop a must-watch on uh, OJ Twitter? I'm OJ? I will drop a must-watch. How many movies and TV, sh- like, documentaries and... Things have been done by OJ. There's a Netflix oh, one. Wheaties, right? He was well, like, no. Oh, so you no, have I'm, to, not saying, I'm not saying. I've, I've I'm seen pre murder. I'm, I'm saying murder on how many like oh. documentaries, shows, movies that have been made. Two, about OJ two of them are all, the People versus OJ, which is the FX one. The American Crime Story, which was yeah. really good. It was just no. a re, it was just a reenactment of the, the, the whole. Yeah, that's that's the that's one. the one. Yeah. yeah, and then the Thirty for Thirty. It's like seven parts on OJ. Oh. Was. Good, really good. Then I know there's the one on. Which one's the one on Netflix? That's the um, that's the FX one. Oh, the same thing. That's the no, the ESPN one's not on. The Thirty for Thirty's not on Netflix. The FX, um, the American Crime Story is. Okay, I thought they were two separate. They're both. They're both very uh, good. He fucking made a book saying, "If I did it." Imagine having that big of balls where you're just like, well, it doesn't. he, He lost the civil suit though. Yeah. Oh, because it doesn't, no, I'm well, just no, saying, I understand. Like, like, you need less evidence in a civil case. It's just a preponderance of evidence. But so it's like he, like he's just bankrupt. Like he, I don't know how he has money. Because he's the juice. I, I respect him there's, a lot. There's more. no way he actually has money. He probably lost his NFL money, but then he had a fucking book deal where he made millions again. I, I respect him way more if he just walked out of the like gate, uh, the court gates, and just said, "Yeah, I totally did it." <laughs> Because at that point, it's, unless it's, they find new evidence, no, they, you did it. No, like, no, no, I'm saying you can't be tried for the same crime no, unless they find new evidence. No, no, yes. no, no. Once you, once you are not, once you are found not guilty, it's called double jeopardy. Yeah, you can't. No, I. 
for Mr. Berry's Mr. Berry's and Mr. Berry said that you could go maybe around not and tell people time you did it already in the civil suit. I so was pretty sure you don't, serve, you don't serve time for a civil suit. Civil suit's so all money. money. That's what I'm saying. Serve money. Yeah, and he, 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 you don't serve money. Serve the punishment. Unless you, know, unless you put it in like an oven. So, <laughs> but I don't know. It's either civil or like um, whatever the different like what's jail type criminal. criminal, criminal, criminal or civil court. It's I'm pretty sure if you find like overwhelming evidence after no, the trial's done, you can like recall. You cannot be retried for the same crime. I thought you could. It's called double jeopardy. You know this more than I do, so you, you're. I'm gonna take your word for it. I thought so. He could, he, and I would respect him way more if he just did that. He's just like, no, I totally did it. Well, would you make some other book says now that I did it? Now that you know. <laughs> now, <laughs> now that you know. Yeah, now that you know is a good. That's a good one. Maybe you know what? Who cares? At the end of the day. No, it, who do really? Nicole. Nicole Brown. Obviously. Nothing would change. No, I don't want to say that. I, I retract that. It's terrible to say, but OJ is very interesting. Like everything, like the his football career was fantastic. USC, Turned into a TV yeah. star, movie star, TV star, movie star, great broadcaster. And you know what? He literally was on air on TV every day for two years after that during that whole trial. And everybody, like none of us were alive during that, uh-huh. but everybody tuned into it. Nobody, like, everybody knew what was going on with that case. I'm trying to think, who is someone that is similar stature now? Like, former player, current player that also does stuff outside of... I guess it most... Dennis Robinson. Could you imagine if it's, like, game six of the NBA Finals? And, like, all of a sudden it's, like, Michael Strahan, like, fucking going down whatever highways in New York. Like, Ray Lewis, maybe? Well, I'm thinking Michael Strahan, because, like, Good Morning America people know him, like, so not just football fans, but, like... I think that level, like former stud player, does stuff out of football, and he's like, oh yeah, he's a murderer now, and he's just like, wild, just wild stuff. I can't believe we didn't even talk about OG on Twitter. Because like Frank yeah. Thomas, I found out about that. I found out about that when I was at the Vegas airport, and I realized, and I thought about, it, I'm like, wait, OJ lives in Vegas. Oh, watch out! But it was when I was leaving. Okay, that's good. What it was when I was just sitting there waiting, and I just <laughs> delete all your shit. I, I opened up, I opened up my phone because like I didn't even really look at my phone when I was in Vegas. Yeah. So I opened my phone. This was like a day beforehand, and I just see him like, oh my god, OJ Simpson is on Twitter. <laughs> it's <laughs> absolutely wild. It's like it's a whole other level because like it's not like he, oh murder happened, he gets arrested. He was literally in a car chase on the fucking highway. That's a famous picture of like the eight yeah. squad cars behind him. He's in the During the seat. NBA Finals, ABC or NBC, whoever the rights then cut away from the game yeah. and just said like, "Hey, there's a white Bronco with like twenty cop cars behind Which, it." Uh, like, that's that's what I was saying. Like he's literally one of the most famous people to ever exactly. live. It's wild. Do we have anything else on OJ? Because like, oh. no, just follow, follow, yeah, follow, follow, follow the real OJ thirty two. Yeah. <laughs> the, the first or second video is my favorite. But, uh, he's I, in the golf cart. You said one yesterday. He was in the golf cart. Yeah. Weird. And he, one last thing about OJ's Twitter is that he talked about, now he's saying he's like done to talk about like sports and like politics, which I would love to hear what what well, OJ has to say about like the next election or something like that. <laughs> but As you but, know, the debates are tonight. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, but w- he talked about uh, fantasy football. He said he would take Patrick Mahomes like first overall. Oh. And everybody, oh, everybody responds like, come on, Juice. You can't take a freaking quarterback in the first overall. First round, nonetheless. You as a running back, you should know that. <laughs> so is he, is he like the ma- – I, I never followed him. I saw the couple of videos that got retweeted. Is he like Magic Johnson S just like – yeah, congratulations yeah, to the Raptors. Like they played really very, well. Very, he's kind of like robotic. He's he's like yeah, he's like Magic Johnson, but he's a murderer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think like I don't know. Where, well, if Magic you're Johnson, that's another person that's like that famous and just like that. Like yep, Magic Johnson's also like close is on that level too. Magic Johnson stabbed Rob Plink in the stomach. Like oh no, like that's but like I'm just saying like the like, like it's like, like, could you, out, like just like that famous yeah like, but could you imagine like Magic Johnson was like a murderer but you're like come on he's so nice but he's so <laughs> like his face is just lovable like he's such a good guy if Mike Trump killed someone do you no, think they would no. try him I don't think they would no they would try him like, I don't think <laughs> they'd just be like oh it's Mike Trump people that aren't baseball fans that aren't from well if you're not a baseball fan and you live anywhere outside like LA you probably don't know Mike Trout's face 
Or Philly. He's big in Philly. Who's who's one person like non that's not in your family? Maybe just like a celebrity or athlete that you just if they that were on murder trial, no matter what, you're gonna take their side. I would say Tom Brady, but he's very hateable. I like him. I love Tom Brady. I would say like Anthony Rizzo. Yeah, I'd be like Rizzo just he was upset. He just wants some respect. He was just saying respect me, and he got a little too heated, and then he just punched my head off, clean off my shoulders. Yeah, I feel like Willie. Willie, if he just had something. Willie, yeah. Well, no, I'd be like, if, if Willie was on trial, I'd be like, yeah, he probably did it. He's also a psychopath. <laughs> well, whereas, whereas, like, Rizzo, I'm like, come on, he seems like he's really nice. Remember when Patrick Kane had the uh, the allegations against yeah. him like, a few years ago? It's kind of like that. Like, some people, yeah. no, 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 no matter what, if he's found guilty, some people are going to be like, Patrick Kane. Like, no, Patrick, so there, there was a few people. Out Patrick there. Kane, I just kind of stay in the middle ground. Like I'm just gonna wait <laughs> until everything comes out about him. Yeah, Patrick Kane, like that was just like especially those type of allegations. Like where I'm like, I could pa- see. Yeah, it. it's like Patrick Kane is kind of a the story seems like a spot. seems like a sleazy dude out, outside of the yeah outside of hockey. Uh huh. But um, I don't know. I keep I don't want to wrap it up. I don't know. <laughs> like a, like somebody would be like if they're standing trial for murder you're st- taking their side no matter what. Also, obviously if oh. your family's on murder Javi you're gonna it doesn't matter. Javi Baez I would of course support him. Depends what he did if he like drowned his kids and murdered his wife. That's quick to turn on El Mago. If it's just like a hit and run gone bad everyone makes mistakes. Honestly, like, People like, have a bad day. Yeah, you gotta figure out like what the context is. Honestly, and if they're and if the evidence points to them. Yeah, if he's like Anakin Skywalker killing a bunch of younglings yeah, just accident, like it's it's tough to support that. If Kalul Mack like killed somebody and he'd be like, My bad, Ryan, I'm like, don't get your help. Just, like, I was excited to see him. I gave him a hug. Strong. I just collapsed his lungs like whoopsie. Yeah. It was tough. His his chest just exploded. Akeem Hicks. Yeah, I accidentally sat on somebody. Ah, of course. Akeem Hicks slips during sex, falls on one. She dies. <laughs> like, bad accidents happen. Oh, well. We all have been unlucky a time or two. Uh, I just tell you for Kev. This ain't going to be fun. But this part of the audio is going to be in the front, so I know it's something we're wrapping up a discussion. I'm going to put, like, an intro thing, a little clip. That's going to be the actual beginning of the episode, but I just thought we had to get to OJ first. Yeah, we had to talk about it. This okay. is not something you put at the end of the episode. Because I think we're everyone needs to hear the OJ. Yeah. <laughs> OJ doesn't get cut, he does the cutting. That was a bad pun. That was was terrible. Okay, that's all. See you next week. We ordered one like when we were waiting for our Uber, and and then when we walked in, the um, pizza came like five minutes after we walked in. So what do you get on your Barocco's pizza? You said well done. done. You kept emphasizing well done done. sausage. Well done sausage. Regular crust? Yeah, regular like thin crust. I had their, it's like a mix between deep dish and regular. It's their stuffed crust. Most stuffed crust I love. Theirs was really bad. Really, really bad. I emphasize it because it, it, it's important. <laughs> I don't like their regular, though. And it's really weird. When I go there and when they have it at work, average pizza. It's good. I will, I'll enjoy it when I'm there. I'm never going to go out myself get it. But when we had the slices at If you Rita, get it well done, it's solid. I'll do it next time I'm at work and I want it and I'll see how it goes. But when we would get the slices at Rita and the McCarthy Center, those yeah, were so much cold. better. Sometimes they were bad. They are cold. Well, sometimes. But I'm just saying, like, the, the dough was thicker. The cheese was, like, the same. That's been my big issue. It was pretty it was Like, pretty the bottom average. dough is just, like... It was pretty average pizza. Like, the sauce is good. Yeah. June 28th, 2019, we are in my kitchen. We are talking pizza, and now we are going to be talking sports. We are going to be talking about the Bulls draft, upcoming free agency on Sunday. White Sox, I'm going to go back about my take and... Talk about it again, about the Sox making the playoffs with the second wildcard team. And then maybe a little Cubs talk at the end. There's not much new. Ken Kermel might be back next week, but, like, it's really it. So let's get into it. Was it last Thursday? Thursday. Last Thursday, the day we recorded last week was the draft. Kobe White, number seven. Kind of upset they didn't go for Cam Reddish. But, Dan, you're the big Bulls fan on the podcast. I will give you the floor if you would like it. Yeah, I I didn't really want Cam Reddish. That was actually one of the only guys that, that was in that mix that I was kind of out on. He doesn't seem like that big of a game changer to me. He was the third man on Duke. Like, obviously, I, I buy into the if you win in college, you're, you're like you could win in the NBA. Like the, And that's why I liked Kobe White. Whereas with um, like Cam Reddish... He doesn't seem like that. Like, Kobe White seems like he could be a, a potential game changer. And Cam Reddish doesn't fit into this lineup with Port, like Porter 
Marketing, Carter, and Levine. You'd have to start Chris Dunn next year, and I do not want to see Chris Dunn. No, for the Chris Bulls Dunn should not be in a goddamn uniform. No, I wanted Cam Reddish because in my head, putting my Bulls hat back on, I had the plan of signing Cam, or not saying drafting Cam Reddish and going all in a hundred percent, give D'Lo the max, let him run the show, and then the offense of D'Angelo Russell, Zach Levine, Cam Reddish, Port, or uh, Markkinen, and um, Wendell Carter. Porter. That starting five. Probably not playing great defense. No, they're gonna give up 110 points a game. Porter's so Porter, score a shit but Porter would play over Reddish. But I'm saying long term plans wise, Otto what do you Porter mean like, long, not, like th- three years on the line? Who's in your plans? The guy you drafted with the seventh overall pick or Otto Porter? No, obviously, obviously Cam Reddish, but yeah. I, and then the thing is, like you you use that take of the D'Angelo Russell, which I think would be really cool, like with that lineup down the road. But there's no guarantee that you're gonna. There's gonna be multiple teams that are gonna offer Russell that max. Yeah. Why? What makes them come to the Bulls? Hey, we have no other starting point guard. You're gonna start over fucking Chris Dunn. Like yeah. Other replacing? teams had other teams had that pitch too. It's also, I don't know. I guess the Bulls front office is like awfully run. So obviously they've never been able to get a great free agent since whenever. What would be Carlos Boozer is the best free agent we've seen in our lifetime as a Bull Bulls franchise. So like I don't know how they are just so bad at recruiting people. But you could just say, like, hey, we have Lori Markin who looks like he's a stud. Wendell Carter looks pretty damn good. Zach Levine is dropping, like, 25 to 30 points a game. He's electric. Like, you just slide in, you run the show. I feel like that's a pretty good pace. There's no guarantee you get him, but no, shoot but, for the stars. But I'd rather I'd rather have the sure thing with having Kobe White, you fill him in right game one, you can start. Mm-hmm. And and I, I do see a lot of potential with Kobe White. He's, he's 6'5 as a guard. He's Great, great finishing at the rack. He's a decent shooter. If he develops his jump shot a little bit more, he, I think he'll be really scary. He's a decent passer. He, he's good at uh, like drive, like getting inside and able to kick it out to his shooters. Mm-hmm. He's gonna spread the floor a little bit. I, I like Kobe White. I love Kobe White in transition. Like watching yeah, North Carolina games, he's quick. Fucking, either he got the first pass off the rebound or he'll get the rebound himself. He is off the court in fucking two dribbles, fast as yeah. hell. And just like, oh, there's Kobe White for another he's layup. All, yeah, he's awesome in transition. He's also really good off the ball. Is he? He's, I, he's good. He's good at finding finding open spots. Which I like because Wendell Carter and Lori Marketing can handle the ball themselves. Yep. So if you want to do like an opposite pick and roll with Kobe White send the pick, and it's basically Lori going with Lori handling the ball and putting like other teams big man in that situation of like defend a pick and roll from the other side. Most big guys kind of like, whoa, what the fuck am I doing? Kobe White lets you do that. Yep. I um, the thing the thing is with um. Because it was looking like it was going to either be Garland, Culver, or White. Mm-hmm. I think Culver, Culver's awesome. He's got great size. He's really good around the rack. But I didn't want him – I didn't want the Bulls drafting him over Kobe White or Garland because I didn't want to see Levine's – because if, if you draft Garland – or if you draft – not Garland. If you draft Culver, Culver's going to be playing that two, and I don't want to see Levine playing the one. I think Levine should be playing the two. Yeah, Levine should be playing the one. But I, I will – I, yeah, I agree yeah. with you, but – I really like. I also really liked Garland too. I Garland for like four games in college, but yeah. just like that shooting is nuts. He's an he's an electric shooter. He's so quick. He's very Kyrie esque. I think he's more like obviously he's all these, Kyrie and like a lot of people compare him to Damian Lillard too. I love his like just from like high school highlights, which is not much because it's a high school free throw line compared to a college, and then jumping to the NBA. So it's probably what four or five foot difference. Mm-hmm. But his like. Off the dribble shooting is absolutely nuts, which I find I find it more important in a point guard to have off the dribble shooting than catch and shoot. Because if you're a point guard, how many times a game are you going to catch and shoot opportunity? Yeah. Not much. It's mostly off the pick and roll, kind of going over, and then just getting that wide open three. And with this team, with Wendell Carter and Laurie being able to shoot from the outside, high pick yeah. and rolls will be awesome. Yeah. I would have liked him for the Bulls. Kobe White's pretty good. Ryan, we're going to get to you. Yes, we have Ryan on the show, my brother, because Matt's not here if you haven't noticed. Uh, Ryan, big Bulls fan. Also, White Sox fan. We'll be talking about that later. But um, Ryan, you got me off my head. Damn it. Um, only thing I would like for Jared Culver is freshman year to sophomore year, everything he sucked at, he got much, much better. Which already shows, like, he's a year older than an 18-year-old, but, like, 18, 19. I don't care, like, drafting a player. I don't think it's that big of a difference. 18 to 21 to 22, yes. But he showed so much growth in that one year in college, like, Okay, now it's literally your full-time job just to get better. I think he's just going to keep on growing. He's already a pretty damn good player. Yeah. 
the the experience thing is why I what made DeAndre Hunter go so early too. Yeah, he he played what is it three years at Virginia or did he play I all think four? It was three. Yeah, he played all three, and everybody's saying he's like, all right, this is the one. If you're gonna draft one guy that you want starting right away, this is mm. probably your guy. Which I don't. I think the Bulls. I don't know. The Bulls are now in the situation where they have Laurie, they have Wendell Carter, and Zach. Yep. Zach Green. Like they don't have to hit no matter what. Mm-mm. Like the Laurie pick was a must hit, or else that team would have been fucking yeah. utterly garbage. They still were bad. They were lottery bad. No, they were bad. But they but, were, but they were bad really, on purpose. Yeah, yeah. but Lori Markin is really good. You can't have a Kwame Brown situation where it's like, oh, <laughs> shit. Like, that just puts everything on pause a year. So, yeah, like, now like this averaging, year. Averaging, like, 18 and then 9 last exactly. year. Like, that's so, awesome. That's awesome. So, like, this year would have been a fine year to draft DeAndre Hunter where it's, like, a high floor, low ceiling guy. But, I don't know, Kobe Wright, I feel like, has a pretty high floor where it's just, like, pretty good defense, plays good yeah. off the ball. Can get rebounds. He's a big guard, and he runs a fast break. Like, okay, say he doesn't develop his shooting, that's still a very playable guard. Mm-hmm. All right, right. You know, it was, you know what the one the one one thing I want to add. The you know what is who his uh, player comparison was? Oh, let's guess at the draft. Tony Parker. Who? Who? Kobe White. Yeah, so Kobe was, White. Was it Tony Parker? No, he's no. not. He's nothing like Tony <laughs> Parker. He's not even. He's not. Like, they are polar opposites. <laughs> not even close, right? That is who. <laughs> Who was it? Gilbert Arenas. Oh, I did see the ad. Yeah. And, and I'm like, all right, if Kobe White isn't, you know, getting in some bad shit, which I, if you read his Players Tribune uh, article, it was very, very authentic and, like, touching. It was, you you know that he's, like, a good guy. He seems like a good guy. I love the moment where they're like, hey, Cam Johnson just got drafted at 11. He's like, really? Yeah. He's like, are you kidding? Yeah. <laughs> That's not good for Cam Johnson. No, no, no. I think, I, I, I think, I I think it was more so he was just like really happy for him. We didn't know how to react. I think I don't, I don't think he believed that Cam Johnson is a bad player. I think him getting like he repeated eleven. He got drafted at eleven. He said like two or three times. Like, ooh, that's, <laughs> that's not good. Suns fans, what are you doing? But yeah, Gil, and Gilbert Arenas was an awesome player. <laughs> oh yeah, if you could get fucking Gilbert Arenas with this team, awesome. Yeah. You're gonna be top four seed in the West for the next just four my, or five yeah, years. Just don't mess around with guns. <laughs> no, don't bring a gun to the locker room. Run to kill your teammates. Right, Ryan, what do you got? Uh, well, I think Kobe White is probably the best fit for Jim Boylan because uh, they said in his, they said in his meeting like he was like Jim Boylan was my favorite coach I met with, like the favorite organization. I think they drafted Cam Reddish. I think Cam Reddish really quit if like Jim Boylan making him run laps and shit. Yeah. So I think I, I think Kobe White is like probably the most up for that task of being under Jim Boylan. Dude, like he's a kid that's like able to get grinded on. He won't like he'll make he it work he harder. He said he likes that mentality of getting pushed. Yeah, he won't fold most. like like a Cam Reddish yeah. or Kwame Brown. And I think under like a, um, being under UNC, like it's more of like a controlled school. It's not like Duke, right? Coach K probably lets you do whatever you want. To oh, be honest. opposite. Yeah, Duke. Coach K controls that school. He controls the majors too. Like he picks your major. Okay, so I don't know. I see what you're saying. I feel like more just personality wise because it was more like during the season. End of games, which is crazy. Cam Rash was clutch as fuck. When he didn't have to think, it was just like, oh, five seconds left, I have the ball, I gotta shoot. Cool. And like go in. Florida State buzzer beater. He had another uh, buzzer beater. I think it was against Syracuse. Um, but was, at times during the year, it was like, come on, Cam, shoot more. Like, come, please, can you give us more? Like, you can't coach a guy to be more aggressive. If it's a guy like RJ Barrett, where it's like, dude, stop fucking shooting. Eventually, you can coach that to like tame it down a little bit. So I don't know. I feel like Kobe waits a good middle of time. Like he gets the ball. Oh, fast break time. All right, let's go. Just watching a play. I loved watching him play in North Carolina. North Carolina is also a lot more system offensively, where it's they take their time, they're patient. Duke's like, well, it's, it's the it's, it's like, the opposite. Like Duke is North, a lot more free though. Like you can be more creative. There's stars. Duke, yeah, Duke is play. the one issue, especially this year, was just like, hey, if ISO Zion and ISO RJ doesn't work, we're fucked. Yeah, three like snuff. that's all that happened. That's why. Fun fact, and I find this crazy betting wise. All four games of the tournament, Duke did not cover the spread. Yeah, they did not cover I, the spread. I, I once. bet on I bet on them three of those games. <laughs> I remember. I think I bet UCF. I bet Duke against UCF. That hurt. Fucking Taco Fall didn't know he was seven foot two. Um, and then I bet against them. I took M- uh, Michigan State, but whatever. UNC is weird. When they get the rebound, they push the ball faster than anyone in the country. But if they don't have that first or secondary break, it's like, okay, let's, let's take our time. We'll, we'll do something now. 
and like he perfectly ran. Like that's what you want in the NBA. Like, oh, we can go, we can run. Yeah. Let's do it. All right, now I know what the fuck I'm doing as an actual point guard. I like how all Kobe White stepped up, especially because Marcus Page went like two years ago. Like, kind of yeah. like he was kind of the new like guard identity of like the star guard at UNC. He was stepped up in that role. Yeah, and another another good sign with Kobe White. Kobe White's the first uh, Bulls guard drafted from North Carolina since Michael Jordan. That one, That's work, good that one worked out. That's good company. I would I would say the Bulls would do that again yeah. if they could. Yeah, cool. Draft the Michael Jordan guy. He also scored more points than Michael Jordan his freshman year. Really? Yeah, yeah he had more freshman nice. points. I think he's most freshman. I also feel like... Back but you're also scoring more points at that game. Yeah, like freshman, no matter what, if you're a freshman, you're not playing, which I find crazy. Like you could be the best kid on the roster, like yeah. the 70s and 80s. You're just like, you're, you're not playing for at least two years, kid. Calm down. Um, plus the biggest X factor of all, he's a fucking awesome afro. Oh, I love that it. swag. Just oof. Ever like there's a lot of people because I was watching it. I was actually watching the draft at a bar, and I like some some random guys like he's like yeah, I really like that Kobe White guy. I just kind of wish he cut his hair. Oh, and God. I'm like and I'm like oh come on man, Dude. I love I love the hair. <laughs> You know, I also don't like that guy. You know what's the yeah. best though? That's all. Kobe White doesn't have a promising uh, hairline. I know that coming coming from a bad hairline, he's got a bad hairline. <laughs> That'll be funny. <laughs> it's funny because it's like going back like LeBron's little bits. Like you see, like it's kind of thinning, and then you just see in the back is just puffed out to the max. He's been growing since freshman year of high school. Yeah, so that's at least five that's years. Five years. So, yeah, the hairline doesn't stop just because you don't cut it, no. but like. I want to. I want to see. I also want to see him rock the ponytail a couple games a year too. Can I say uh, was it Walker's on uh, um, uh, San Antonio? Speak up, Ryan. What's was it Lewis Walker? What's his first Who? name? Walker, point guard, San Antonio. Uh, San Antonio. It's like something Walker. The oh, Lonnie point. Walker the fourth. Yeah, he's got hair like that. He is just like it's dreads turned into a ponytail. It's big as shit. I don't know how you play like that. Like, oh well. So off of the draft, and well, we we could we could keep the basketball topic. No, we will. I'm gonna talk about cap space and free agency. Yeah, but we also last week since we had the Vegas episode, we didn't even really talk about Anthony Davis and the Lakers. Oh yeah, thanks to me. I wish I wish Matt was here. Yeah, Matt gets pissed off the most about the LeBron. Like just talking about LeBron general, he gets really bothered by it. So this one's for you, Matt. I'm I'm very happy. The Lakers are now the favorite to win the title. LeBron next year is going to add another ring to the trophy case. Um, Warriors, all, they're just broken. The team just, yeah. just basically could have just crashed the play. And they, and there was already reports saying that if uh, Clay doesn't get off of the max from the Warriors, he's going right to the Clippers because they're going to they're going to give it to him. Perfect. Do it. Get your money when you're not even going to play next year. Well, he'll play the last like two months. Yeah. But. Like I said, with the draft wise, I want them to get Cam Reddish, but I want the Bulls to go all in on D'Angelo Russell. I feel like he'd be a pretty good fit. He played in L.A., then he goes to the Nets. Mm-hmm. Like he's used to the big city. It's not like going from Utah to to the big city. It's like, oh my god, what the hell is all this media stuff? So he knows how to deal with it. He embraces it. He embraces crowds. Like the ice in my vein celebration every time it's a clutch shot. Like he yep. gets up, he gets amped. I think Chicago would love him. So I think I don't know. He is eligible for. I think I saw it was four years, $117 million from the Bulls. But if you want to stay with the Nets, he would be eligible for like about five years, $143 million. So it's like a, a decent amount. It's obviously a big, an extra year guarantee. It's an extra probably $30, 40000000 million. But the Bulls, if they could do a little ticky, like a little something, something, and get some money up, they could get him. Yep. It, it, he's in their price range. And knowing the Bulls, they just won't. No. no <laughs> They're not no going to try. Free agents don't come to Chicago. Which yeah. is wild. It's not that bad weather. Like it's, I know it gets cold in the winter. Yeah. And Who it's cares? Not, it's not, and you play basketball inside. Exactly. It's not like oh, I don't want to play in bear weather. If how much are you walking around the city if you're an NBA player? It's not like me who's like oh, I don't know if I want to pay the twenty dollar Uber no. from my hotel to to the restaurant. No, you're getting rides everywhere. Worst thing, you're going from the front door of your house to the front door of the restaurant. That's all you're doing, or to the Uber from the Uber to the restaurant. You know what I mean. I don't know. Ryan, is there any like free agents in particular you're eyeing, you're eyeballing over there? I don't think any free agent is worth going after that's going to make a big enough difference to care. Clay like, Thompson? We're not going to we're not gonna get stars. So it's like, <laughs> why even try? Like, So what I'm saying is it's like, so if you go after like the middle level guys like Al Horford or like Julius Randle, like, market, like those type of players, Yeah. I guess adding, I like, um, Julius Randle, like I was reading an article on Julius Randle coming to the Bulls, but I don't know how much of a difference he makes because I feel like he's just like he's a step up from Bobby Portis. 
And I just don't really think he really fits. I feel like he's a lot more physical than Bobby Portis. He's a yeah. lot. He's a higher ceiling than Bobby Portis, and I think he has a higher floor. But I, I know what you're saying. Like they couldn't even find Bobby Portis minutes. We're like, where are you going to give Julius Randle minutes? Because he's not bumped up to the three. He's like, never going to no. play the three, and you're not going to sit Wendell Carter and Lori for him. So I understand what you're saying. We're like not going after guys like that. But there's a decent amount of guards out there that could make. Obviously, before obviously before we drafted Kobe White, obviously uh, Kyrie's on the market. That's not going to happen. He's he's going to go to Brooklyn, and. D'Angelo Russell, and the one that that nobody even talks about that he's a free agent is Kemba Walker. That is true. They nobody like, talks about Kemba Walker being a free agent when he's an all-star last year and he puts up over 20 a game, like, easily. Fuck, Jimmy Butler, free agent, can come back. No, yeah. Give me the I'm coming home video. Give me it. I need uh, it. Think about the Jimmy uh, Houston Rockets. How they trying to get the Jimmy trade. Butler on the Houston Rockets would be absolutely abysmal. It that, well, would the make Rockets no just, sense. And the Rockets are just, a, like, a shit show circus as it is. Yeah. With Chris Paul and James Harden not getting them on. And adding in Jimmy Butler would be just, like, it, you have to turn that into a reality show. Well, it'd be so funny. But I would want cameras in that locker room every day. Yeah, the, the fucking, the Barry McCockner, <laughs> the parody account on Twitter, he's the one that tweeted out that uh, Chris Paul after practice told James Harden he had man tits and, and James Harden cried for two days about it. Completely made up story and then Skip Bayless on the show, like, mentioned it. He thought it was, like, a real take. Oh, that's... That's got to feel well, so... Well, because that Barry McCockner to, uh, he's, Twitter... He's good. He, like, fakes, like, the Woj account. Yeah. Fake, like, sometimes he fakes, like, Trump and stuff like that. Yeah, and he has a decent enough Twitter following where if it gets, like, 300 retweets, it's like, oh, this is yeah. the real... Because usually, usually you can tell if it's, like, oh, two retweets after an hour. I don't think this is it. Like, he has enough of a following where it's, like, believable. Other uh, point guards that are for free agent, just get back to that. Like you said, Kyrie, Kemba Walker, D'Angelo Russell... Malcolm Brogdon, I think, is awesome. Malcolm Brogdon does absolutely everything for this team. He's not going to have to be the leading scorer because you got Zach Levine. He's not going to have to give him many rebounds. you got Laurie and Wendell. But he plays great defense. He's great at passing the ball. And, like, he does literally everything for the, the Bucks. And then Patrick Beverly. Pat if you can get Pat Beverly. He's a Chicago native. He hired his old coach. The Bulls hired him. They, or they hired yeah. a former coach of his. Maybe not high school, but just a Chicago coach. So that's kind of fun. And I love I love Patrick Beverly. Patrick like not Beverly. not just because of like uh, he is a good he is a good player, uh-huh. but just the way he gets in everybody's house. Oh, the shit talking and just like how tough he is. Like he's, he's just a uh, he's a pit bull. Yeah. Pit bull on the court. Um, another guard I would love for the Bulls to go after Terry Rozier. I love scary, scary Terry. Terry. Give scary Terry some starting minutes. He's a cheap guy. He's not going to get the max. He's not getting close to the max. But it's enough where you could add him and maybe two three other role players with the amount of money you have left over. And the Bulls are going to get, like, the five seed with that roster. Five seed, you're pushing it. All right. That's, the East that's, that's is bad. Jump. That's a jump. The e- yeah, but not – the Bulls are bad if you, as of right now. As of right now, but if you had Terry and then you Terry's also not add – anybody that fits like, it. No, but you also the two, three, like, maybe – let's see. Just, I don't know. I'm trying to find – average say Like, say Pat Pev's them coming off the bench or Rajon Rondo's coming off the bench. Let's see. I don't know. How the hell do I do this? And, and another, another thing – the Celtics are going to suck. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, There's going to be a couple teams like, that are going down. With, like, Kyrie, without question, is leaving. Terry's leaving. Al Horford is leaving. They they literally went from, like, last year, they were, they were the favorites to win the East last year going Fucking into the season. And now, Bill now Simmons said they're going to win 68 games. Yeah, now they're going to now they're gonna have to blow it up. These are the teams that are in front of them that they could probably jump. The Hawks will be good next year. Wizards are going to be dog shit. The Heat... Depend year to year, but they're always like 40, 42 at the yeah. end of the year. Like, it's the last five games of the season. It's like, oh, they're they're always, might they're, make always, the they're always somewhere between like 7 and 10 in the East. Yeah, they might steal that 8 seed. Hornets, they'll yeah, be better than yeah, the so. Hornets. Pretty good chance they'll be better than the Pistons. They could easily uh, they can easily go past the Magic. Nets, depending on who they get. If they strike out, they'll be bad. Pacers. Well, Nets are going to get Kyrie. That seems like our, that seems like it's already going to happen. Like July hasn't even came yet. Well, it's still Sunday, and he was Kyrie was saying during the year how he feels bad that he's kind of a punk to LeBron, kind of talking him up, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. swing him to the little bit. I would love and also hate Kyrie to the Lakers because it's like Here, here's a, there was a, the I saw like this Twitter post saying their their years last year they were pretty similar between Russell and Kyrie. One's twenty three, one's twenty seven. Who who would you rather have on your team going into next year? Or if you if you're gonna no, if you're gonna sign somebody to a deal, a max four year, max four years. million. I think I would want D'Lo. I'll take Kyrie just because twenty seven. 
The twenty-seven to thirty-one, I don't think is a big enough like difference from twenty-three to twenty-seven. Yeah, like if it was say he's twenty-three and Kyrie's thirty-one now, yeah. No, Kyrie is the definitely the better player, but you run the risk of Kyrie not being happy in your locker room. That is. Whereas I don't think you're gonna have that problem with Russell. I'm trying to think of just the Lakers because like if you also just do it as. You have AD, LeBron, Kyrie. Load management-wise, LeBron's getting a little bit older. AD's not always the healthiest. Kyrie's had his issues. You set one of them every, like, three, four games. They play around 60 games each. You still have Kyrie Irving. And LeBron on the on the court, AD's out. All right, LeBron wants to sit. We still have Kyrie and AD. Like, everyone will be rested. Everyone will be happy, I think. It'll go, I think it'll go very smoothly with him there. But um, I saw this on Mixtape there talking about it. Jimmy Butler to the Lakers. Would be pretty good if he could like. That would be fun. If his like ego that. could just be like a little suppressed, I which think I it, don't know if it can. It might be if he's teaming up with LeBron and Anthony Davis because he's never played with two players like that before. Yeah, like Joel and B. Joel and Ben Simmons, Joel pretty damn good. Yeah, but they're both like they've they're both they both have less than three years experience in exactly. the league. Yeah. So Jimmy Butler is still wants to be the alpha in that mm. locker room, whereas if he's there with LeBron. Obviously, that's no. not going to happen. No, not LeBron, LeBron showed up big even, with, even with Anthony Davis, who's been one of the best players over the last like decade. Exactly. So I feel like if he can compress like the ego a little bit, and he brings defense. He brings a little bit shooting to the shooting guard position, because obviously the Lakers have no shooting right now. Defense, hard, like very fucking hard work. Reddick's still out there, too. Just J.J. Reddick, yeah. like, oh yeah, put J.J. Reddick at the two, Jimmy Butler at the three, LeBron... Chris, Chris, if if that's who the, like the Lakers get as their third star, he's really fucking good. He's awesome. But it's like all the, like the last decade of just getting all the Lakers edits of like, oh we're gonna get Chris Paul, Dwight Howard, everyone like everyone knows like the fucking Carmelo edits like oh yeah. The Lakers fan base is the worst. We got a, we got a thirty four year old LeBron and Chris Middleton. Hooray! <laughs> like yay, that'd be funny. Um, what else? Basketball. But no, Butler, Butler's not going to go and try and be the alpha in that locker room. I don't think so. But then again, it's Jimmy Butler. Yeah. <clears throat> and he took a fucking thing of, like, G League players and beat the starters for the Timberwolves. Just because he wanted to. But, again, with the Timberwolves, it was Towns and Wiggins who are the two guys, and they're both also very, very young. Same with Embiid and Simmons. Now he's going to go with two guys that have, you know, been around the block a little bit. I don't know how – I don't feel like Embiid takes shit. I don't, I don't know about Ben Simmons – but the one thing shitty about Carl Anthony Towns, especially Andrew Wiggins, like they can get pushed around pretty easily yep. and pretty quickly. You're not pushing around LeBron. Like no one, no. he'll just be like, "All right, trade it, bye, see you later." Yeah. AD, I really just feel like he's just like cool, like push me. I, LeBron, I don't care. Le, yeah, LeBron has LeBron, LeBron's the only athlete in the history of sports that could just say, "All right, I I, I could determine if we trade you or not." So, LeBron will trade you. Michael Jordan will punch you in the face. Yes, big difference. Um, is that what we got for basketball for this week? Because next week will be free agency. So we'll yep. see some pieces moved. We'll have something to talk about. Um, but I think that's all we got for like right now. Yeah, what did Cam, Cam Rush went to the Hawks? I like that yeah. pick. I Cam, like that Cam, pick. Cam to Atlanta. I like Cam when he can just be on his own bad team and just lead the bad it's team. It's not his own bad team. It's Trey Turner's team. Not Trey, 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 Trey Young. Trey, Young. Well, Trey Turner. I've been playing that will be the show a ton lately. Before the draft, I thought that Cam Reddish should be really good if he can just do whatever the hell he wants. If he got like, on the Magic or something and he can just like give me the ball. I'm just gonna, Did like, the Magic just... pass on him? Because I feel like he would have been a perfect fit for the Magic because I cannot guard a, well, I cannot name a single guard on that Jackson, team. Jackson from Texas was I know was drafted ahead of Radish. That's so no stupid. That's Isaac dumb. Jonathan Isaac on the Magic. Jonathan Isaac is on the Magic, and so is Mo Bamba, and so is um, Bogdanovich. They have a bunch of four and fives that are really, really good. I can't name a single guard on their team besides Who's Jameer Vich? Nelson, and Jameer Nelson played for them in 2009. Who's Vich on the team? Yeah. Everybody will remember the like Magic with like Dwight Howard. Or they, they. If you just ask a, like a random person who plays for the, the Magic, they'll probably just say Jameer Nelson. Oh, uh, Jameer Nelson, Hito Turkaloo. Who else was on that final team? J.J. Reddick was on that final team. Reddick, obviously Dwight Howard was Dwight. the fourth. Who was the fifth starter? It doesn't matter. I'm going to... But actually, my gut reaction when I... Who's on the who's on the Magic? Obviously, I, I think of, like, Mo Bamba. But oh, then, yeah. And then my second one was like, uh, is Jimmy Nelson still playing with the Magic? Yeah, you, your first thought was like, Jimmy Nelson <laughs> must still be there. Which is a weird 
guy to remember. Which I want to see when he retired, because he must be retired. He is not. I think he, he probably retired like five years ago. He he has been playing like some Western Asian like country league. The, I'm saving him from the NBA. Yeah, I know. Um, shit, he was a 20th overall pick. Let's go to his basketball basketball reference. He retired after the 2018 season. Oh really? Yeah. So, so he, he stuck. He, he stuck around. He stuck around for. What was a while. the last team he played for? Um, the last team he played for was Detroit. Mm. Where promising careers go down. Yep. Um, all right, I'll see who that fifth starter was in the Magic. Magic 2000. It was 2009 they went to the finals, right? I think so. Okay. Yeah, because it, it went it went Lakers, Celtics, and 08. Lakers, Magic, and 09. Celtics, Lakers, and 10. I don't know. I can't find it. I yeah, don't want to go on my laptop. And I think it. we've talked about that Magic team before <laughs> on this podcast, which uh-huh. is kind of wild. I don't know if I brought up this fun fact on the podcast. J.J. Redick has never missed the playoffs in his career. You, yeah, you totally, I, yeah, I put it in the group chat. Yeah, I know yeah. that for sure. I don't know if I've ever said it on this, which I find crazy. He's been in the league for at least a decade. He's never missed the playoffs because everyone needs a white player that can shoot. Yeah. So I feel like Cal Corver is the same way. Cal Corver maybe has maybe missed one or two playoffs. Cal Corver's probably missed a couple of playoffs. He's like bad teams. He has, but he's also like just the white guy that can shoot that every team trades for in the middle of February. Because he, he was an all-star that one year with the Hawks. When they had like they have three all star, they had four. It was Corver, um, Al Horford, Al Horford, Jeff Teague, and Paul Millsap. Yep. Look, we're look at us wow. basketball heroes. Ma- imagine, like going into that year, you wouldn't. You maybe you guess like Al Horford because Al Horford's been to a couple all star yeah. games in his day, but you would probably wouldn't have guessed Paul Millsap or no. Kyle Corver, especially Jeff Teague. Yeah, because they were fucking. I think what was their record? They, I think they their won, record that they won like six. They won, over, they won over sixty games. I think it was sixty-two and twenty, and they had like a stretch where they won like seventeen, eighteen straight, and then they got swept. Yeah. <laughs> That's just pathetic. Um, that'll be it for basketball. We'll talk about more next week. Ryan, you are the White Sox fan for the day because you are a White Sox fan. We don't have Matt. What do you think of my take? And I said it last week, or I said two weeks ago, I'm a. Increase the odds. The White Sox will get the second wild card spot. How does that make you feel? Do you think they will? Yes. So it's a, I, I, I believe they projected to. I think this is a stupid take. Just sure. speak for myself. I don't think they will. The AL is really bad. The AL, yeah, especially the, the AL just, Central, is fucking dog the shit. The Sox have like a three-week period in the summer where they just they cool off. They're like, oh shit, we're the White Sox. Like, then they get really well, usually, hot. They get really hot. And we're like, oh my god, the Sox are going to do it. And it's like, nah. No, no. Usually it's... It's May where they realize with the White Sox. Like twenty sixteen, half like three weeks into April, the Cubs and Sox are the two best records in the league, and then Sox May, are twenty three and ten. Yeah, and then they're like, oh yeah, we're the White Sox. So they they're farther than they usually get. Like July being decent, around five hundred. The Sox are six games behind the Indians. It is June twenty sixth, right now today Wednesday. Okay. There's a lot of baseball left this season. Okay, you still got you still got the Red Sox. You still got the Rays. You still got the Rangers, and you still have the Athletics. The Angels have a better record than them. They have a better. The, the Sox have a worse record than a majority of the teams in the AL. Correct. Yes. So but they're not going to good. They can trade for an average four and five starter. I'm not saying fucking. Is that, is that what's going yes. to take them to you the second round? Because every fourth and fifth day is automatic loss for them. Because they just have basically two minor leaguers pitching every day. Their bullpen is a plus well, bullpen. Why rush it? I don't think You're not rush. I'm not saying fucking trade. They're still building. Don't trade Nick Madrigal for some like retiring or like some expiring contract. No, I'm saying a guy that's the level of like what the Cubs did with Cole Hamels last year. Just a guy that's like, all right, you're a veteran. We can get one year, two years out of you. Like, eat some money because we missed out on Machado. We have money to spend. Eat the rest of your contract, and you can give us this year, next year as a four and a five. And then once you're in the playoffs, like you don't matter. Because Lucas Giglio is pretty damn good. My mind is stupid and tells me Ronaldo Lopez will eventually be good. I don't know why. Just watching him pitch, I love watching him pitch, but he just gets his ass we'll rocked every Lopez time. Comes back next year. Well, I'm just talking about this year. Next year, the Sox will win that division, and we'll talk about that in the off season. Because Jake, like, what what odds do you want to like get me on that? That the Sox they're, they're not, make a playoff spot. I think is, you're going to get. That's what I'm saying. Because if, if you really bad. if you really believe in the take, we you should really put even money on it. I want to find a site where I can put money on the, just the second wild. They won't win the wild card. Dude, They'll probably saying, get. Huh? I'm saying. What mate, day did you think that you were better than the White Sox? It's hilarious. This take started brewing around my head <clears throat> about a month ago, and then I'm like, I can't say this. Shit. It's a little too too early, too little crazy. 
But the AL Central is so fucking bad. It's horrible. It, the, can, Indi- the Indians are starting to heat up a little bit. They're still they're still the twin, six whole games. The Twins, have, like, the twins have like forty eight right wins. Or the Twins are crazy right now. The Twins are crazy they're right now. But would it surprise you? I know you're not the biggest baseball fan. So damn, like, would it surprise you if the Twins come August first? There's like, yeah, we're gonna go ice cold and like win forty percent of our games the rest of the year and just stink. Because I wouldn't be they'll surprised one that, that, even if they do that they'll poorly, they'll still win that division. They'll do that in the division. But that's an extra three, four games the White Sox might win throughout the rest of the year instead of like the twenty. Okay, they still they, they still have like a lot more ground to cover than that. Correct. It's June twenty sixth. If it was know, middle of August and they're six and a half games back, probably not. But they're not they're six and a half games back from the at this time at this time in twenty fifteen, the Cubs were in a similar spot. They were a couple games back. It better. was not like this. It is not yeah, the yeah. same. No. The Cubs close. the Cubs had Lester, Hendricks, Arietta, Hamill. Yeah. And at this point they it's were like still prime. I know, but at this point of the year, they were the same record. So, are you sure? Yolanda, are you sure they're the same record? They, 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 they were, were always hoving around going, 500. They were the the, going into the All Star game, the Cubs, I believe, were one game under 500. And then the second half of the year, they won 65% of their games or something around that crazy number, and they just killed the rest of baseball in the second half. I don't think they were under 500 at the break. Most of the Mets that year, right? Yeah, that was the year they got swept by the Mets, 2015. And then the Mets. Okay, the All Star break, they had a record of 47 and 40. No, they, in 2015, then I think they were way better than this. At White one Sox point, team they were 40 and 41. Cause I think Carl tweeted out yesterday because Carl Barstow Carl was tweeting about it, and he said that I think it was 40 and 41. It was something around this time that they were a game under 500. I, I'll find. I'll tweet I'll it take, out. I'll take Wikipedia. That pitching so much better than the White Sox. It was so. It was, the whole team was so much better. Yes. So, like, what, the, what are you saying? The NL Central. What are you trying to say here? The NL Central is also better. It took 97 games to finish third in their division. And if they but, can get to 88, the Sox have a shot at winning the second spot. You know, no, they, it doesn't. Yes, it does. Because this, this, this is with the Red Sox they playing mean, very poorly to start yeah. out. This is with the, the Rays are still very good. The Rangers are yeah, above around 500. That first spot. The Oakland A's are hovering they're around not five, that first above spot. 500. And the Angels are hovering around 500. They're not so these are all, like, all these teams are better than the White Sox as of today. One team's going to get hot after the break. How are they supposed to? One team will get hot. Yeah. One team will get hot after the break. Why not the White Sox? What if Jerry Reinsworth says, all right, go Alex, find. Alex Coleman pitching, like, every single night. It's, just a, it's like the Josh Hader thing last year. I'm really scared that next year he's a speed but okay. That's next year. I'm not worried about next year. I'm worried about I'm this year. I'm just saying he's tiring his arm off because it's. Literally him, like Chase Fry, I think. Chase Fry, I don't know why. That guy looks like the biggest fucking loser when he pitches. I don't know. I don't understand why. But every time he, he goes, at, I feel like he's just gonna get rocked. And then he shuts down yeah, the Cubs like one, two, three. Like two runs, I think, in the bottom of the. Eight. I don't it's know. But I don't. I never believed there would be a day where I would talk positively and defend the White Sox. But here I am. I want it to happen. The saying. fucking Sox fucked up. They could have swept the the Red Sox this week. If they swept the Red Sox, that take looks really damn good. And they blew a save the first day, the first game. Not blew a save, but they blew the game. They were up 6-5 late. They ended up winning, losing um, 7-6. Yep. They, they, finished their, they finished their series against the White Sox going into the All-Star break, and they won it with Eric. Wait, is the All-Star? Wait, wait, wait. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about the White Sox here. I'm just, my, I'm my just bad. saying. Like, what was it? 47-40. That's, that's, that's scary. That's locked. That's it's correct. So, so you were wrong. Like, I was wrong you, there. You, you were wrong. You didn't think about like now. It's like Tim Anderson's going to be out that's for like, a while. Tim, what do you mean Tim Anderson's going to be out for? One like, That's like ten games. Night. That's like pretty ten good, games. That's like ten games better than the White Sox are going to be able to break. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying they're the favorite. Yeah. I'm saying there is a good chance. No, it's not there a good chance. Thirty-five. It's not a good chance. Probably ten percent chance. It is a. It is a slim chance. Slim to almost none. No, it is not that low. If yeah, you know, it is. Five to 10%. If you don't want to go to 35, 40, that's a high number. If you want to say around 20, I would say the, low, the bottom is 20%. No, it's not. The bottom is like five. I like this way. I could I could give you the CBS projections, and they'll tell you differently. Well, fucking let's go to the Pocota, Pocota projections. The Cubs are supposed to win 79 games. Yeah, but this is they, they take these projections while the season is going on, so they know oh, what. Oh, I thought you meant preseason stuff. My bad. No, they have all right. As of right now, on CBS for the because they, they do the projections. Yeah. The White Sox have less than one percent chance of making the playoffs. So I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> well, that's a tough look. 
That's I would bet money. Replay. I'd bet money. I will. If you gave I me think it's a good chance. No, it's not a good <laughs> chance, Jake. It is not even close to a good chance. I'm trying to just put my hand across the aisle and be nice to Sox fans. But you got to be realistic about I it. I am. I'm not going to say... I- you could be you, you could you could say something like oh I think Eloy's gonna be good that's re, that's being nice and saying the White Sox could be good not this year though that's not that's just don't oh. don't bullshit it, if you're gonna reach across the aisle at least like make it well reason I want to keep it in the contracts coming up next year what do you mean you know the Sox are any like free agents to look for would have been Nolan Arenado but he's had an extension I can look up for yep. you on my phone um, but no and that's another that's another that's we can shop now. That's another problem the Sox are going to face is that everybody because they need more free agent signings. That's just, yeah. you're not going to win a World Series without that. Yeah. And the and the pro, and the problem is is that a ton of these All Stars are going to be signing extensions and they're not even going to hit free agency, which is crazy. Like it goes from players instead go the exact opposite where it's nope, I'm just not going to sign. I'm going to make my debut in July if you're Craig Kimbrell. Or it's just be like, okay, I'll sign a seven-year extension for the most money ever, Mr. Nolan Arenado. Um, that's, let's see, 2020 free agents include Jake Arrieta, Josh Donaldson, J.D. Martinez for some reason. I guess he has a closet opt-out. Wait, why, why is Jake Arrieta? I thought Jake Arrieta signed for three years with the Phillies. I think this also includes like options to opt-out if you want. Yeah, Jake Arrieta is going to do that um, extra year with the Phillies like, probably. Unrestri- I want unrestricted free agents and major league contracts. Ooh, you could get a... Oh, I don't want trending players. This site on my phone is very tough to have. This is this is good dead air. This uh-huh. is awesome dead air. Yeah. It's we could not cut it great. Out, but um, if you want, like if you want an older Madison Bumgarner, that'll work no. for you. How about Giancarlo? No, I, no. I can't figure it out. I'll come Did back. you say Giancarlo Stanton? There, I couldn't fix it to where the settings were. Well, say that guy. That guy is. He just signed a huge like ten years. That guy signed for the rest of his life. <laughs> yeah, I'll come back really? next week. Um, I think it was two years ago. He signed like a ten year deal with the Marlins. Aren't the Yankees gonna be like absolutely freaks when they're all healthy? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're, they're gonna be, be scary they're, as fuck. They're they're fucking terrifying. This is that bullpen. Their like sixth inning guy is probably better than the Cubs closer right now. Like I would, I would rather have Adam Adovino over like Pedro Strope. Yeah, they but, are so like fucking. They have Zach Britton, who two years ago was the best closer in baseball. He's like their fifth, sixth inning guy now. Absolutely nuts. But Jay, the this is Prinsky actually texted me at this point, uh, probably like two weeks ago. So right now the Nationals suck. Dog shit. They they stink. What do you what do you think they're gonna do with the deadline? They're, they're sellers. They, they are, have to be sellers. No, they're they are sellers, but they are loaded with talent. They it's have just... Anthony Rendon, Trey Turner, Max Scherzer, Steven Strasburg. I don't know if you deal Corbin in his first year of his contract. No. Do you know how um, big of a Juan, haul? And then I think they just sell and build around Juan Soto. You should. Because Juan Soto is probably what twenty years old, twenty one yeah, years he's old. Like twenty one. Oh no, the and, rebuild takes four years. Because if you sell out Rendon, Doolittle, Scherzer. Your fucking rebuild is done in two years. Yeah. At most. Like, that's a fucking insane haul. But can you imagine, like, this trade deadline with Max Scherzer on the market? Think of fucking what... What did they get? Think of the Yankees with Max Scherzer. Think of the Astros with Max Scherzer. The Astros with Max Scherzer would shit my pants. The Warriors are basically... Game one of the World Series, like, oh, we're facing Scherzer. shit myself. Game two, oh, we got Verlander. All right, game three, we got, oh, Garrett Cole. Sweet. This is awesome. Like, oh, Or the Dodgers with Scherzer. (laughs) Just think about that for a second. Because they are... Or another team getting, like, filling in a spot with Rendon. That's... Or Strasburg. It's... They could literally... What the Nationals do... On the trade deadline, could literally change the yes. entire season. I don't know. I want to see how much, how many years he has on this. I want to see how many years Max Scherzer has. But I would shit deal. myself if I see Scherzer in a Yankees uniform in the postseason. I would like, lose oh, my sure. mind. Um, I know it's like one of the most lopsided trades in recent history, in like any sport. But Jose Quintana got you, Eloy Jimenez, and Dylan Cease. Yeah. What the fuck <laughs> is Max Scherzer? <laughs> what is Max Scherzer going to get you? <laughs> How do you you don't have enough like prospects? You have to give them the right. You have to give them like all right, Astros. We'll all use my card keys. We also want one percent of the franchise. Like please, all I'll right. give you my daughter. Like <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you my first son. Yeah. Please, anything you need. 
Um, what did Chris Sale get? Get the White Sox. Yeah, that that got them, huh? Mankata. Mankata and who else? Was, uh, uh, was it? It wasn't just Mankata. No, it was, it was like three. Mankata, I think it was three but, players. Okay, I forget. But regardless, Max he's not free agent until twenty twenty two. So it's this year, next Scherzer. year, and the year oh, after. Oh, they'll hang on to Scherzer then. Nobody's nobody's gonna trade away that contract because the Nationals could bounce back and be competitive again. They were the we both picked them to win the division this year, and now that's a very wrong take. It was a horrible take. I'm very like this is Pritzky said this too. How are they bad? Because their bullpen bullpen sucks. No, it's not. It's not. It does not suck. Their bullpen is the worst bullpen in the 2000s. Like this entire century is the worst bullpen. It, I would rather I would rather just you know eat this season with the players I got and just spend everything on the bullpen. I don't know that you're getting a lot for trading those guys though. You're getting a you are, but I don't think it's I don't think it's their time to punt when you have all these guys when you have Corbin locked up this long when you have Scherzer locked up this long. I think they I think Rendon is. Coming around the uh, contract year, I don't know about this. Maybe I don't know if it's this year. I don't think it's this year. I think it's in two years. Yeah, but so a guy like that, I think I'd be fine with trading. It's hard to replace that. He's but he's really he's fun. really he's fun. really good. <laughs> but he's also gonna get you a ton. Just, he is. I like if I was a GM of a team, especially for baseball. I just want the longest window possible. I don't want pure dominance for two three years. I want. Seven eight year window where we're making the playoffs, yeah. so we're in the hunt every yeah. year. I mean, I agree that's with the biggest that. money right there. Yeah, because baseball is stupid, and the Cardinals with like eighty eight wins won the World Series. Where like the best team does not win every year, the best team rarely wins. Recently, that trend's been kind of different, but that's why the Eloy trade pisses me off because Eloy Dylan sees that's like I don't know two young prospects adding probably a year or two to your window. Glaber Torres the same thing another young stud. Okay, we can't get mad. Oh uh, no, it's, can't I get, can't get mad. We won yeah. the World Series. Can't get mad without away. the Torres trade. No, Never. No. I don't want to hear one complaint about the Torres. No, trade. I'm not Never. complaining. But just like all of it in general is like, oh, we had this doll, like awesome farm system, and then like two years later, gone, just gone. So like, but, we were talking beginning of the year, Cubs fans need to get nervous around 2021 because like Theo's contract is up. Rizzo, Bryant, Baez, all their contracts are up. It's kind of like, oh, like things can get very, very, leave, right? very he dark. He wants to leave every ten years. Yeah, or something like that's that. what I'm saying. So he, not a good chance he stays. But it can get really, really dark if we stay still at Eloy. Cease, maybe we'll, I know we can't complain about the Glaber trade, but like if we have those three guys, cheap prospects. It's just like it's not as dark. It's still a little bright. Yeah, here. it's not as dark, but I'll still I'll sell my soul for championships. Even if even if it means us sucking later on down the road, yeah, banner, okay. banners fly forever. They do, and I, I don't know how you feel about this. I hate the Cubs banners in center field. I think it's a stupid look. I think it could be cooler. It could be I don't much it, much cooler. I don't think it's bad. I think it's a bad look. I I don't like it. Like really an old school like navy blue and red. Line. I don't think they look good. I get my only problem with it is that it you don't see it very well. Yeah, they look like a flag I would hang up in my bedroom. Yeah. Like my college apartment. Like, give like, me a fucking look, I want, I want, I want that, like, in my face. Yeah, give I me... I want us, the fact that the Cubs won a World Series, like, in my face every time I look. Like how they have... And like, I don't even notice it when I go. How they have... you? No, if you don't, like, literally look for it, you will not find it. I want it two... Because the Cubs have a total of four rings. Like, two on the left side of, like, the Welcome to Wrigley Field side in the front, and two big-ass banners on the right. And it's just like, Wow. They won in 2016. Pretty cool, man. Yeah. 08, 7, and 6. What's the deal with Cup Snakes? And the Cup Snakes? Oh, oh, yeah. So, Cup Snakes. Security's just taking over these Cup Snakes. So, the thing of Cup Snakes is, I don't know if it's a Wrigley exclusive. No, they happen everywhere. They happen everywhere. Yeah. I know. But I it saw, is big at Wrigley. It is big, especially in the bleachers. I saw a thing. It was like some Canadian soccer team. Or England soccer team, I forget. So, the Cup Snake basically just keeps stacking all your empty beer cups. And you make a snake out of it. But once it gets to a certain point, everyone just starts trying to throw wrappers to the top like a basketball hoop. And that's where I think people get in trouble. Because, like, fucking the 80-year-old sitting in the bleachers guy in the back of the head with a, like, crumpled up hot dog wrapper. Like, <laughs> that's the yeah. issue. So they just try to grab the, like, the uh, beer snakes yeah. before before they can grow up to be too damn big. But those videos are so awesome. Oh, they're awesome. Some of them until like, I love four people to be like... Yeah, they're... they're people. People get too serious about hijinks at the ballpark. Like, I, I really enjoy it. If you're an older person afraid to hit with a hot dog butt in the bag of that, don't sit in the bleachers. No. Like, 
If you're 80 years old also, or that older lady that can't really... Like, go, go, get, go get your own seat. No, go in the shade. Because, like, you can't be that old out in the sun all day. You, no like, you might there. die. Italians still exist, Jake. <laughs> what do you mean Italian? They tan well still, even when they're old. No, I'm just saying old people are still susceptible to heat stroke just because you're Italian. Like... Well, you're still going to be susceptible to heat stroke if it's hot out no matter what, if you're in the shade or not. But a younger person, you can at least, like, do something about it. If you're, like, 80, you're kind of just, like, all of a sudden, like, oh, shit, no... Ambulance, come on now, let's go. You know what's a funny story, like which reminds me, like when we were when we used to take like the St. Catharines socks trip on the yeah. buses. Oh lord, we would be like like ten years old, and we got a security calling us for like whipping peanuts at people. It's just ra- it's just random people sitting in the stands. Oh, oh, have you ever had like security anywhere else to get called on you at a young age? I got not at a young age. Well, what age? Well, you're about to tell a story. What is it? Um, when I was. 19. <laughs> at, oh, at, at when I got kicked out of Miller Park. Oh, yeah. Who did I yell that? Was it Harper? No. No, Braun. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's even funnier. Ryan Braun. Yeah, that's... Have I ever told that story on the podcast? I it's, feel like you have. I probably have. Because it was like beginning of baseball season either yeah. this, this year or No, year. it was uh, two years ago. I think I just asked you like, was it two years ago? Yeah, you might it was have like never really, really, really... Save really it for when Matt's here. Yeah, I will. We'll save it But yeah, week. but just, I did get kicked out of Miller Park and... Um, but I, they, I think I came back the next day though. And it was okay. No yeah. one remembered no, you. Nobody remembered me. But the car, good security guard who kicked me out was working, and I saw him. <laughs> just give him a big old wave. No, I, I just I just ducked my head. 13 year old me. We were in the Wisconsin Dells like baseball tournament, and we saw the team we were playing the next morning. And we had like a bu- they had like an arcade in the hotel, and we had like a bunch of these bouncy balls. And like the wilderness, like four stories high, and we we're on the third story. And these people in the lobby, the, like kids with the other team, and we just start sniping these bouncy balls down at them, just kind of like, in their head before the game. Security, I called us to like, sir, can you please empty out your pockets? It was just, it was a horrifying experience for everyone. And we we're just like, no, we, I don't want to do this. Sir, you're stranger day, and just like kind of ran away and just like went to our rooms, like, okay, we're safe. It was, it was intimidating so I was a 13 year old that like probably fat 20 year old security guy and like no power to do anything scared the shit out of me um do we have anything else I thought I could think of Ryan you, Ryan, you gotta wrap it else? up is that it no Ryan this is an audio show you yeah, cannot nod you can't, your head you can't nod nobody can see no, you nod I'm, your head I'm good I don't have anything else to say okay then this is a, a good place to stop